Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. In Wakefield this morning, Aunt Mary Lane was cutting across the courthouse square on her way to the bank. It was a pleasant day. She was thinking that it wouldn't be long before it would be warm enough to sit out on the front porch of the farmhouse in the evenings after supper. She and Lefty always enjoyed that, so. This year, Randy would be there, too. This thought brought a happy little smile to the corners of her mouth. And she was so absorbed that she didn't notice the tall, red-haired man sitting on one of the green benches along the path, with his long legs stretched out comfortably. So she was startled when she heard him say, Good morning, Aunt Mary. Oh, why, it's Angus McGillop. Good morning. You look remarkably pleased about something. Do I? <laughs> I was just thinking about my son, Randy. How nice it is having him home. Yes, it's a good thing when a son comes home to his mother safe and sound. I'm glad for you, Aunt Mary. Thank you, Angus. I'm just sitting here enjoying this funny morning. It's a practice of mine. When I have any thinking to do, I like to do it in God's green outdoors. Keeps my head clear. It's a good idea. Won't you join me? It's been a month of Sunday since we've had a little talk. Well, that's so it has. Well, I, I think I'll accept your invitation, Angus. <laughs> this is nice. That sun's quite warm for this time of the year. It is that. It's my opinion if people would spend more time sitting in the sun and thinking, and less inside talking, the world would be a lot better off. Yes, I quite agree with you. Uh, sometimes I wish I'd never gotten the bee in my bonnet to be a liar. The more you see of the ways of the world, the grayer it appears to be. Sounds like you've got something on your mind, Angus. Something bothering you? Mm, something is, in a way. That young friend of yours, uh, Bill Mead. Oh, I was just on my way over to see Bill. I wanted to ask him how things went yesterday. Well, by all that's... Why didn't you ask me if you had it in your mind to? Ask you? I, I thought perhaps it wasn't proper to ask Bill's attorney until I talked to Bill himself. Well, you're a wise woman, Mary Lane. <laughs> but you should know by now that I think you're no gossip. I trust you with the darkest mystery and know it was safe. Well, if that's the case... I am very anxious to hear how the divorce trial came out. 
As you know, all of us out at the farm are concerned about it. Oh, Mary, I regret to tell you, it was a sorry failure. Oh, dear. That's a shame. The divorce went through right enough. I see. But Bill didn't get the baby. The baby's been given into Mrs. Mead's custody, just as I expected from the first. Oh, that's too bad. Poor Bill. Yeah, the lad's disappointed, of course. But I told him all along it was bound to be. Perhaps, Angus. Of course, uh, you know all about the legal side of it. But uh, somehow I... Now, don't tell me you were expecting anything else. Not exactly expecting. But I did hope against hope. Judge Willoughby's such a fair man. Yes, certainly he's fair. But there wasn't a thing in the world he could do but give the band to the mother. I told the lad so from the beginning, just as soon as I knew all the facts. I wanted to prepare him for the worst. I thought it didn't do much good, though. No. I just imagined Bill felt the way I did. That there was so much on his side, he must somehow win out. Much on his side, you say? Now, if there's something on his side, I'd have known it, wouldn't I? No, the boy hadn't a single basis for a claim. But, Angus, surely he told you what the situation is in the Calvert house. Kit's attitude toward the child. And I shouldn't think he'd need to tell you much about Ben Calvert after the years you spent in this town. Oh, by the Lord, Harry. You're as bad as the boy is, Mary. There are nothing more than accusations without the least possibility of proof. No foundation. No foundation. Angus McKillop, I'm surprised at you. Now hold your horses, Mary Lane. I didn't say they weren't true. But they might as well be false unless we can prove them. That's what I told our, our knuckle-headed young friend. He, he wants to continue fighting the thing. I told him he'd be mad to. Well, Angus, maybe you're getting old. Huh? What do you mean by that? Well, when a man like yourself, a man who's always been honest and full of spirit, just sits down and gives up without even trying... Oh, I'm surprised at you, Angus. Now, look, my dear lady. I'm an attorney. I deal with facts. What a silly fool I'd make of myself, bringing up these fancy allegations. And no more being able to prove them than, than that, that sparrow over there in the walk. Well, I never thought I'd see the day when anybody could call Angus McKillop a... A what? A quitter, Angus. A quitter? The man who calls me that is... Now, listen. What about the rumors last year? Dunham versus Murphy. Suppose I sat down on the job then? No, Angus, you put up a fair fight. And you won, too. Oh, of course I won. The most hopeless mix-up I ever ran into. That innocent-looking old duffer with his white hair and his pink cheeks. Nobody believed for a minute he'd so much as hurt a fly. And there he was, with his hat full of other people's savings. Who dug out the truth, I'd like to know. With the whole town against me, too. You did, Angus. <laughs> Heldon, there you are. Yes, that's exactly what I mean, Angus. You used to be a brave man, a good fighter. It's a pity you've changed. Who said I've... Oh, oh, why don't I learn not to bandy words with a woman? I kill up your adult in the head. Well, it's been nice chatting with you, Angus, but I must be running along. Hey, goodbye to you, Mary Lane. The world lost a fine prosecuting attorney when you married Randolph. The way you dug a pit and then watch a man walk into it. To think I should be trapped by a... By a very good friend. But one who wants you to do what you know is right. Goodbye, Angus. Aunt Mary was quite pleased with the results of this conversation, for she knew Angus to be an honest man with a strong desire to be just. Once his conscience was aroused to an injustice, wild horses couldn't hold him. 
Down she continued across the square, entered the bank a few minutes later. Bill Mead, on the way to his desk, saw her at once. Gosh, it's good to see you, Aunt Mary. I've been hoping all morning you'd drop in. Then I'm glad I did, Bill. Come back to my little cubbyhole where we can talk, huh? All right, Bill. Oh, here we are, <laughs> such as it is. Uh, sit here, Aunt Mary. Oh, thanks. Oh, this is nice, Bill. You've certainly had plenty of privacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm well barricaded behind those files. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of like being in a cage. <laughs> I just uh, talked to Angus on my way over. Oh, well, then I suppose he told you what happened yesterday. Yes. Oh, of course, I wasn't surprised. No, but you were disappointed just the same. I understand that. I'm sorry about it, Bill. Yeah. I should have known better than to hope they'd give me custody of the baby. Everybody told me not to expect it. But when you feel in your heart a thing is just, you, you can't help thinking it will come out that way. At least, though, Bill, the divorce part is over. I'm sure you're glad about that. Oh, sure. It's good to know where I stand that way. It's one thing that's settled. I imagine Kit's glad about it, too, not having to go through an ugly, contested trial. Yeah, I hated the thought of it. And yet, Aunt Mary, feeling the way I do about that baby of mine, much as I'd hate starting all over again, I'd like to try. I know, Bill. But Angus McKillop... It was pretty discouraging, wasn't he? <laughs> he told me flatly I'd be foolish to petition for reopening the case. That is, unless I had some evidence to present on my side. And since I haven't... Well, Bill, you, you know I understand how you feel, but... I wouldn't give up hope even so. You can never tell what will happen. Mm, I doubt if there's much chance. Oh, don't you be too sure. But Mr. McKillop said for me to forget the whole thing, that I'd only make myself a lot of trouble and expense for nothing. Mm, I can imagine he did. But I've a feeling he might reconsider his decision. You have? What makes you think so, Aunt Mary? Oh, just call it a hunch. Bill, uh, would you like to come out to the farm for dinner tonight? Oh, gosh, I'd love to, Aunt Mary. I don't know what we'll have, but I'll dig up something. <laughs> I almost telephoned you last night to ask if I could drop out for a while. But I was pretty tired. Yes, I imagine you were. Well, tonight is fine with us. About 5.30? Or is that too early? Oh, no, no, that's swell. No, the earlier the better for me, Aunt Mary. After waiting so long, Bill was thinking... Now, every minute of delay was a wasted one. For at last he could see Peggy, talk to her as a free man. And yet he wondered how much he dared hope for a talk with Peggy. Nicholas Dorn seemed sure that Peggy loved Bill. But perhaps Nicholas was wrong. Perhaps Peggy had fallen in love with Nicholas, after all. <laughs> 